I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The day Kobe gave my respect was the guys were complaining. I said, Shaq, Kobe's not passing the ball. I said, I'll talk to him. I said, Kobe, there's no iron team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an ME in that motherfucker. So we're back. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa Minnow. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? Hi. <coughs> Dry voice right there. Um, I'm alright, I don't know, Wednesday, such as life, not too up, not too down, so, I don't know. Just in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like a normal person, but, um, even the middle's kind of unsatisfying, though, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know how people deal with, like, like, your baseline isn't happy, it's just existing, you know what I mean? And it's, like, why, why can't I just be happy all the time? Like you know, and then you why? never know what true happiness is, though. That's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if I could just have that, if I could, like, why isn't anyone created like something where it's just like you dose yourself with like it feels like you're on cocaine or Molly or something every single day, and it doesn't wear off or doesn't like you don't have to take more and destroy your life and stuff. Like, just why isn't there a happiness pill yet? Science is so <laughs> far behind. That happiness pill that just fixes everything and a pill that gets rid of the hangover instantly. Like, science could do that and we don't. Like, what what, what are you thinking? You know, so that's that's where we've really failed. Like, we're we're actually in 
like barbaric times really like people 100 years from now are going to be like oh my god how did they live without their happiness pills and stuff like that it's like, oh, they're raw dog in reality and it's just not like we're it's the same way like people just die at like 20 and get the plague and like six like four or six kids die and people are like yeah that's just the way it is back like 100 years ago six other kids would have died so now things are pretty good like we're we're actually living in terrible times <laughs> think about it so and that's only, my philosophy only you yeah only your brain would go so far into the future to be like oh yeah the times we're living in now are way more fucked than any other time based on the <laughs> fact that the future is going to have a happy pill <laughs> well man like if you always want to look at the fucking glass half full type shit they're like whoa we have cars and things and stuff now it's like but what don't we have that we should you know and then it's like we've got computers in our hands and that and like well i want computers in a chip in my brain like we're not it's not good enough we haven't we haven't i don't think i don't think we'd want that future yeah i know but you know what i mean there's some i'm sure things will get worse in the future too yeah the future is going to be shittier i think to be honest but at least some fucking genius will come up with a hangover pill (laughs) probably pretty even soon i'll be not drinking by then and I'm be telling stories at like 70 back in my day, like you could just get fucked and not have the happy pill for the next day. And they like, how'd you guys do it? Stuff. Just like sheer willpower. Yeah, that's the one we actually need to. I actually drank this past weekend because it was my roommate's birthday. Uh, and it was a terrible two days after drinking. Like usually I get like I didn't even drink that much. That was a problem. Like I had a couple shots. I'd say probably like five to six shots total throughout the entire night. And then like a small drink and that was it. And those two days afterwards, I wasn't hungover. Like I wasn't super tired or anything. I just had no motivation to do anything. I didn't want to, I couldn't focus on shit. So there's no point in me trying to actually do something productive. So instead I just ended up watching Ozark for the next like two days. Yeah. I've been crushing Ozark too. And same thing. I had a, I had last week, I got so much shit done with whatever, and then this week was fine, and yesterday I had, like, four or five drinks, probably, and just like that, it's like, my energy, like, I feel like shit, I look like shit, like, you know, just even a couple casual drinks, and the next day, you're just, you're not terrible, like, you can function, but you just, you're not good, and it, it's, it is true, you just, you're just borrowing happiness from, like, the future when you, when you drink and do drugs, and I want to take a loan out on more happiness right now, so, um, it's just not, I mean, we bitch and moan about this all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, a pretty regular pod- staple on the podcast. Yeah, but- I, well, I think it's a pretty regular, fucking relatable for any person around that age, rage, when the you're still like in that period of like drinking and socializing, but the hangover just hits different. Yeah. I've really limited how much I drink now. Like I only choose to drink on special occasions. I can't do the, Oh, well, I mean, we don't have a choice now because the shit's closed and it's fucking winter, but this upcoming summer or during summer when people are kind of pining to just want to grab a drink after work, I'm always so hesitant now because I don't want to be, I don't want to be hung over the next day. Like you said, I don't want to borrow the next day's happiness because that's essentially what you're doing. And especially when it's a day that you kind of want to be happy. Like, I enjoy waking up on a Saturday and being either productive or just in a mood where I can do shit 
with my day rather than being hung over in bed and choosing to watch Ozark for the next 24 hours. So it sucks when you have to be in that situation, but I mean, it is what it is. If it's someone's birthday, I'll definitely do it. Like if they're friends of mine, I'll, I'll, I'm all in. But yeah. the random drinking nights are kind of like I think I put that behind me now. Those are kind of dead. So oh, yeah, they're like th- those are just wild too. You just you say you're gonna go for a drink and then you end up like twelve and that as well. Yeah. Uh, but that you know what I I don't what has happened to me the last three years I would say since um, is I don't even. Like, I, I, I don't have the self-control, like, if I'm out and everyone wants to, like, take shots and stuff, I can't, I can't possibly say no, so I just don't go places, like, and I'm, like, that's, like, teetering on, like, you can't, alcoholic, you can't be around it at all, so you just, like, but, like, I just know certain people, like, Thursday drinks, and I'm, like, I know this person is gonna, and I have no self-control, like, I, I finally, I was, I was out, um, and I, I like, was hanging with this girl, and she she works at the at this restaurant right so she gets all these drinks free and it and i really didn't want to drink like get drunk the next day because i had stuff to do and she like kept getting free shots and i was like i, I said no and it was so uncomfortable the, re, the like for another hour after that like of and she so she has two shots and like takes it and she's like she's like we're on a date here and you're just like not gonna Why take a shot comfortable though that's not that i don't, I don't think I don't, on a date i don't think that's that bad she was obviously nice like it, it just like i don't like i guess it just kind of ruined the vibe like it didn't I, obviously it's like in my head more of like she was fine with it and like she hit me up later and whatever was into me and stuff but it, it just kind of it just still like you know like, ah, like your first date like take some shots have some fun type thing you're like mm, that's enough like two drinks like minimum and stuff and it just it you know it just didn't hit the same the way i don't know it's like oh, now i gotta go i know if i just had like three or four more we would end up back at her house done that like deed and stuff but i was like at the end of that night it was i like walked her home i only had a couple of drinks so i was like okay well like i could tell she wanted me to come in I was like i'm sober i'm just gonna go home um, <laughs> like obviously I wasn't that interested in stuff but it definitely is the difference between, it's funny it's crazy how that's why in my 20s like I do so like obviously <laughs> lots of regrets with women and like putting myself in positions and stuff and it's like oh it wasn't me it was the liquor like I for sure if I was drunk I would have said yes and like gone up and stuff and then woke up had to get up at 6 in the morning be stuck downtown absolute nightmare for like sex that i couldn't even that wasn't even good and that you know so i mean in the long run it's a good decision and then like i wasn't really interested in the girl in that so i never talked to her again um but it's just it's funny to see how it happens it's like oh that's how i always managed to uh yeah to do that like it was so easy for me to say no to the invite over and stuff but in my head i'm like wow like i never used to do that and then it's like oh it's because you're like sober so okay sense a couple things you mentioned too drunk sex is definitely very overrated super trash okay not all the time but with randoms it's like hit or miss you don't know what you're gonna get it's like doing cocaine to be honest or crack like full-on drunk drunk sex like tipsy sex okay but like yeah when you're wasted wasted yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's not great girl too then that's like there's no way like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't know. But for some people, they say they can have, but even for me, 
like there's no way you have chemistry with someone you just met like an hour ago and you're both black like super drunk so like there's no way the sex can be great like the same way of like you know like okay it can be good whatever but i feel like people just exaggerate because they think that's what they're supposed to say i think uh, i think it can be if depending on how well your date goes i've had dates that have gone really well and then that night has happened and it's been i wouldn't say great but it's been very good i would say they weren't saying it's been my best but it's definitely been top tier just because we had so much chemistry on the date i was pretty drunk i wouldn't say i was like like I don't want to say I was like blackout because I wasn't that far, but I was definitely pretty drunk though. Yeah. yeah. Like enough to be like, I, like I would call myself drunk, like enough to where if it was someone yeah. else who I didn't have chemistry with, it wouldn't have been as good. I've had a couple. I've had a couple, but then I, all those ones I end up talking to you later on too. So you know what I mean? Like there was chemistry there like there oh yeah stuff, like it, it's not a one night stand type thing yeah yeah it's finally i'm finally it's finally outweighing itself of like the consequences and that and and that too as well and um it just and it's funny too because like sometimes like i'm like okay i need to have a couple like if i'm going on a date or like gonna do that i'm like oh like i need i need to have a dr- couple drinks like loosen up for the date and stuff like that i'm like do you really even want to go then if you like you need a couple drinks to like go do it and stuff too so i'm like okay yeah you're yeah, weird like, man i don't know about you but why i can i can start off sober i don't mind starting off sober it's when i get on the date that i'm like okay maybe i should loosen up with a couple drinks but i never oh, start so off by drinking at home or some shit i gotta i gotta come i gotta come loose all right oh I gotta come to play, you know, like I'm all loosened up. So um yeah, I gotta take that take the edge off off of it. Um I remember one time <laughs> like back in the day, like I'd fucking hammer <laughs> like or just like just go on a couple dates. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm sitting there by myself with a fucking Mickey vodka. I'd be like, I need to pour this back so I can withstand this like girl and that too. I was like, okay, why don't you just Stay at home, man. It's probably a better idea. Yeah, you're you're a psycho. Such as uh, like, it's more common than people admit. I've heard lots. Once I say this, tons of other people said they have done that too. <clears throat> I'm sure people have done it. I mean, I kind of used to do it when I was younger, but as I got older, like I would say probably my mid twenties, I never had to do that anymore. When I was younger, twenty, like yeah, sure, you want to kind of like hype yourself up, but after that, I would. I wouldn't need that shit. I was just like, I would just come up with myself because I feel like you get more, both of you guys getting drunk together is a, is a better time than you showing up drunk because you could show way more drunk than you expect to be. Because a lot of times, too, when you sit yeah. down and you drink, you don't know how drunk you are because you stand up. So oh, yeah. you could, t- I've, I've had that happen where I was, where I would drink too much and then I'd show up to the day way drunker than I expected to be. Um, and it kind of like, threw things a little bit to the left where I didn't want them to go. So yeah, yeah. just from those moments, I realized, yeah, you should probably just show up sober. And then if you guys want to drink together, then you can like gauge each other at that point. And it makes it a lot better. So. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I agree for the most part of that, but yeah, there's definitely been some times where I've overshot that, but it's funny enough. I went to uh, there's this one time I went on a date with this girl that I ended up, and she was like, she ended up, we started talking, we talked after the date was fine, whatever. She was really like, she was on the first date, she was like chatty, whatever. 
And then I realized, like, after we kept hanging out, I was like, oh, you're, like, a really shy person. And that, and she's like, yeah, like, I just, like, I always am and stuff. I was like, oh, the first couple dates, like, you you weren't. And it's weird that you kind of got, like, more shy and stuff. She's like, yeah, I just go in the washroom and do bumps of Coke because I was nervous. I was like, like, I was like, uh, okay. I was like, that is aggressive. I was like, that's a super big red flag. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Was, was, that's kind of hot, but there's no way you're going to be the mother of my children. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was what the only time I've ever done drugs. Like, really, is when I'm with her, with that girl, and I was like, oh, I need to like not hang out with this girl because she's the only reason I even do it ever. Um, but yeah, that she ended up being like a cokehead. It was like that's actually not surprising. Yeah, no, not so ever. If you, if you need yeah. that to, just like, to open up, like, that's that's a wild, that's a wild opening up date, bro. Like, and drug, like, and it like like six months down the road, like we would hang, we hung out and stuff, but whatever. Like we never dated, but we hung out for a good while, like a year on and off. And like we just watch a movie, and she'd bring out and like do a bump of coke on like a Tuesday. Like oh yeah. It's, like I'm a fucking maniac, and I'm like, okay, that's a bit. Um, I'm just gonna do that point. Yeah, I'm like, that's a bit, bit nuts. And then she's like, what? Like you're gonna judge me? I was like, absolutely. I'm gonna judge <laughs> yes, you. yeah, what a fucking yeah, judge I can't you. People say that, like, you, like you just judge me and stuff. And Only like, God can judge me. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, of course I'm gonna judge. What the fuck do you think that like dating is? Like I sit here and we just judge each other, and then like some people. Like, I don't know. I find it so annoying. And like something I've noticed with like girls, like sensitivity. Like, like, why, why, why are you telling me this? And like, why? I'm like, someone needs to tell you. Like, it's like you just want no one to tell you this thing is wrong for the sake of not being like, you know, just like, okay, you can't. Yeah, I'm judging you. I'm here. I'm here to judge you. Yeah, just zero accountability and not wanting their feelings to get hurt at the same time, too. Um, yeah, like I would never. Like I don't know. Like I've never said like been called out on something, and like I've had defenses to it. Like oh, I, that's not that screwed. Up. But like the judging one is so weird to me. Though. Like like you judging me? Like that's not a defense. Like let's talk about what you're actually doing here. Like <laughs> there's no way. What are you gonna be at court? <laughs> like John, I feel like you guys are judging me. Like we're just like what we're making. This is what people we're, do. We're like, watching never a got... Disney movie right now, and you're tuning a line. Yeah, code. <laughs> yeah. like. It's course i'm gonna judge you like what the fuck like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, yeah, yeah i know and i was like fucking yeah exactly i just couldn't get over the like well if you'll judge because you should oh man i think this is why uh women on the internet hate podcasts this this discussion right here is why all the women are so mad about men having podcasts <laughs> Okay, that, one last thing I gotta because this just happened yesterday. Now, I gotta, the, I'm gonna go the opposite direction of the story. This girl was like, she's talking about things that help her sleep, and she's staying with like friends or something right now, like a family or whatever. And she's like, CBD gummies help me sleep or whatever. And I was like, oh, why don't you take some? She's like, oh, I didn't want to bring them with me. And I was like, you, you don't want to bring CBD gummies with me? Like, oh, well, I'm staying with like an older friend family. I didn't want to bring drugs into their house. I'm like, what? What, what are you talking about? Like, they sell CBD at literally, literally Save-On and stuff. And she's like, yeah. I just didn't feel comfortable bringing... I was like, you're, you're talking about CBD, not THC, right? Like, just this thing that you can buy at anywhere. And she's like, yeah. I was like, that's fucking nuts. Like, why wouldn't... She's like, I don't want to bring drugs into their house. I'm like, CBD? <laughs> what? Like, that's not... 
drugs. Like it, yeah, the psychoactive like component is not in it. So yeah, like it, it's like being like I don't want to bring Advil in these people's house or something like or like, like magnesium or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then what she say? And then she was like, and then like I just I was like that's weird and stuff. And she's like, well, she's like, why are you judging? Like saying this or like she's like, why are you like, you know? I was like. She just wanted me to pretend like she didn't say it. I'm like, well, that's weird. And the only way you can learn that that's weird is by me telling you that it's weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she was upset. She's like, well, like, why are you, why are you calling me out and stuff? I was like, like, you, you just want to, like, I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm trying to, for your benefit, CBD helps you sleep. Like you're being ridiculous type thing. And she like acted all offended by it. I was like, all right, I'm just not going to even try and help people these days. Is this a younger woman or is she like around our age? She's like, she's, I think she's like 29, 30. Oh, jeez. She's like, I don't like, yeah, right? She was calling CBD, straight CBD drugs. I was like, that's wild. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. And some of you are like super sensitive too, which is also weird. Like that's not, like you saying that's not even an insult. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't even get mad if someone said that to me. Like if I, if I had her stance and someone was telling me that it's not drug, I would, I think I would just laugh it off. I'd just like, oh, okay, maybe you're right. And then just like laugh about it. Like it's not, oh, for sure. it's not I, that big of a deal. I, I even prefaced it with, because I know she's sensitive. I was like, listen, I'm doing this for you, for you as a favor because it helps you sleep. That, like that's okay it's socially normal yeah. to do this and she still got upset it's like jesus christ some people are beyond help like like you just want to get defensive and stuff so it's like as but i was like man those those two girls are the complete contrast of each other complete <laughs> contrast but same outcome yeah same <laughs> equally nuts to me like i was probably more disgusted the cbd girl than the cocaine girl yeah literally the what do you call it? well coco chanel uh symbol like two c's back to back like that's literally oh, yeah. what that's literally what they are um, yeah exactly <sighs> but yeah this is episode 116 of the pops culture podcast if you guys could not tell there's not much shit to talk about this week so that's probably why we went on this major rant about drugs <laughs> alcohol and hangovers you can turn it off now <laughs> yeah. i've got about 15 more minutes of rants and then i'm going to sleep oh man <laughs> But yeah, episode 116 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, if you do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, subscribe, review on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Really don't know where we're going to start off here, other than I guess we could start off with rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. It is the second year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's passing, as well as Gigi Bryant, his daughter, uh, who tragically lost their lives in a helicopter accident yeah i just want to say a major shout out rest in peace to kobe bryant just because he we've discussed this before but he's been a major influence in both of our lives i know i was a huge kobe bryant stan and the news definitely hit me like a ton of bricks uh oddly enough i do feel like it being two years it does feel like it's been two years um with how like pandemic times moving, it's kind of like I kind of felt like I wouldn't feel like it's been two years, but it definitely has been. Um, but yeah, definitely a day to remember his legacy and what he meant to the game of basketball, but also what he meant to like the lives of everyone else. Cause I do remember when he did pass, there's a lot of people who I didn't really expect to like, maybe not know Kobe, but just people who I wouldn't really expect to discuss Kobe. Like I remember I went to the grocery store that day and this old lady was talking about how Kobe Bryant passed. And I was like, 
you knew who Kobe Bryant was, and this was like the lady who was well into her 70s, and I would not have expected to watch basketball. And he, she was like, yeah, he's like a really good looker. So um, <laughs> Kobe definitely touched the lives of many people across the world. And, you know, his daughter losing his life at such a young age is very tragic as well, too. I'm sure the family is still going through it. That's something you'll probably never get over for the rest of their lives. But, yeah, it's uh, unfortunate, but we will remember his legacy everywhere we go. I don't know if you had any words to say about Kobe. I mean, I've already, I've talked, it's weird today because I'm just like, I'm not, for the one, the day, for anniversaries and and stuff like that, for me, um, I actually, like, even though I'm pretty outspoken about things outside of it, but for like, on the anniversaries of things and stuff, I'm usually, don't really have that much, that many, that much to like say in that because it's kind of just somber and that's not how my like brain works I usually like i said i thought about it and wrote about it and some stuff uh, the last couple of years and that on other days so oh yeah you and have that thing coming out about I, it too yeah and i think everyone else um like everything's covered like people yeah just I've, i don't want to say i'm coped out but yeah like obviously it's just you said what Everyone, everyone's giving nice tributes and like I just enjoy seeing that on social media and other people and people in whom sharing words and that too so I kind of let that do the speaking for it on this day but obviously yeah it's pretty on it the, the thing is for me too is uh last week I was having a big big like like you can just die any second um, oh yeah man mortality has definitely moment. popped like popped into my brain in these past two years now yeah, like you're just thinking about that, and it was crazy because I was having that a couple like days ago, and then Tom Brady was even talking about it. At, like a, the goat football player was like shook. He's like, "Well, because they're talking about retirement and like his family and stuff." He's, and then he's like, "Well, Kobe just stepped on the helicopter with his daughter, not knowing what, and like that was the last that he'd ever they'd ever see of him or anything like that." And it's just crazy that. I don't know, the concept sometimes, like, keeps me up at night. And I think it only gets worse at, uh, as I get older and stuff, too. So it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, not, it's it's just scary. Like, I'm, I don't know, it just, I don't know how people deal with it. Like, you're just not going to exist one day. Yeah, but I feel you don't know what it's like to not exist. So... There is because you don't know what it's like before you're born, right? So you also don't yeah. know what what it's like after you're gone. So there is some kind of like that's how I kind of view it to kind of come to terms with it. Like I know you don't like most people don't want to be gone before whatever time. Like you don't want to leave at a young age, but yeah. at the same time too, it's inevitable. Like it's gonna happen. You just don't know when it's gonna happen. But, but that, um, that's why I'm always so extreme, though, because I'm like, why not just do it now? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I, like I don't want to like go to like, like decide to do something for the next year, like commit, like go to law school or something, and then die on my graduation. Like someone needs, like and, and like someone needs to ensure that I'll live forever, like at least to make it worthwhile. Because, um, like, I'd be so mad that I just, if I'm going to die in a year, then I'm going out, like, with blowing Molly and Robin Banks and stuff. Um, yeah. So I just, like, the idea of, it's the in-between, too. Like, for me, it's like, okay, well, either live forever, or, like, what's stopping me from just jumping off a bridge right now? Like, our, our, we're so insignificant. Our existence is such a small speck on the scale of 
everything in that too. So like, why, why endure any longer? Yeah, I think you're thinking of it too broadly, though. You're thinking you know of, it, of it on on a grand scale, whereas I think what really brings you kind of like grounded and kind of makes things worth it is when you think about it in that we're all in this moment at this point in time and what you do with the point in time is what makes the best of life. Like what you choose to do with your life is what makes it worth meaning, whatever that happens just, to be. I just want to nap right now. And then what if, what if, <laughs> like you can what if find I joy, in, you can like, find joy in, it, in like spending time with like the people that you, you know, and you live with and that you love or whatever. And like that's, those are the things that are supposed to bring meaning towards your life. Yeah, but what if you're incapable of emotions like that? Then what? I'm, I'm sure you. I'm sure you love some people and that you'd want to hang out with. I, I enjoy bringing pain to others. So. <laughs> okay, well then, there's your purpose in life, yeah, and right, right there. Uh, oh God! But uh, yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, the, the mortality thing has been kind of getting to me. But overall, oh, funny enough too is people have actually been like who have listen to podcasts and stuff they're like are you doing well Gabe I was like yeah why and they're like well you just sound better on the podcast and that I was like they're like real worried about you feel like what we haven't even talked and like, I've been listening to cast like then you, you've been sounding really great and better lately and stuff so shout out to those people but uh thank you for concerned listening um yeah, I mean that last I, episode you were on it seemed like you were on some kind of life high or whatever drug that you're on the happiness pill that you want so badly. Like that's yeah. that's the level you're at. So okay, this is this is the normal amount of like this is the normal amount of depressed that people should like experience and be right now. And so even that that for me is like great because like this is the average. I'm just laying here. I'm tired. I'm not happy about the day type thing. But it's you know it's still you're like oh okay. So this it's the average even even now it's good. Like it's just the average sadness. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, those are those are the two things that have kind of popped into my head, especially getting older, is life is fleeting. You could be gone at any moment and you don't have as much time as you think you do. Like when you're younger, you feel like you have all the time in the world and you also feel like you're invincible, that like you can do anything no matter what. And then as you kind of get older, you're like, oh shit, like you don't have all that time in the world and you literally can't do everything that you think you can do. I mean, like you, you can do shit. I just mean you're not invincible. To the point where, like, you just got pretty negative there, buddy. Yeah, no, sorry. I meant to say, I'm gonna say you're you're not invincible. Is what I meant. Is what I meant to say. I was feeling optimistic, (laughs) and you just fucking like, okay, just just going through a breakup and stuff here, and this guy, your life's over. (laughs) I meant to say you're not invincible. Is (laughs) is the situation? Because I know when I was younger, I used to do a lot of dumb shit that now I would never dream of doing because. I'm like, yeah, like that could end your life right now. So there's no point in doing it. Um, For sure. So, yeah. I used to mix a bunch of shit that I should not have been mixing in one night. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'll be fine the next day. Like, whatever. And it's like, not necessarily, man. Like, that could have taken your life. Uh, Oh, for sure. I mean, I still do that, but I'm more aware of it that I'll die possibly. Like, it won't stop me, but I'm more like, oh, I could die going, well, I'm about to go to bed. I'm like, this could be it. so yeah. yeah that's my maturity um as well um, but today, yeah rest in peace kobe yeah rest in peace kobe i only brought it up because it actually fell on today's day of recording so i felt like it was appropriate 
We'll also seem to fall on the day that we record as well, too. I feel like every year, Bell Let's Talk ends up falling on the year. Yo, um, but but this was, year... I was about to say that. I forgot about that. Like, I swear. Yeah, every year, it seems like we end up talking about this because it falls on the same day. Yeah. I don't know how that happens, but every day, we, like, every time we record, that day happens to fall on the day that we're recording. Um, but yeah, uh, this year, I'm actually glad that people took a stance. Like, I still saw some here and there. Because I don't think, like, not everyone has Twitter, so I kind of, I can kind of understand why people didn't see what was being said about them. Um, and then, obviously, because we're in the sports industry too, there's you know TSN people who work with the company, and I'm pretty sure they're not forced to, but you know, it's the company that they work for, so I can understand them putting it out there. But this year, I barely saw any, which I'm really happy about because. As we know, last year, they fucked up a whole bunch of people's lives. Um, and, I mean, we've kind of caught on to this before, though. We knew the whole thing was just a marketing ploy to make them look better and to, like, line their pockets. But last year was where they really showed their true colors because they ran their campaign. They took the COVID subsidy from the government and got, like, $120 million. And then, literally, the next week, they fired a bunch of people who worked in their company. So... That was where they really showed their true colors on like why they're not the company that they claim to be. Um, so I'm glad that this year a lot of people didn't hop on the way of putting that Bellas talk. I mean, there are some people I saw doing it that I was like, man, you shouldn't have done this, but like I wasn't gonna tell them because I don't I don't care. Like honestly, a lot of things that happen on the internet now, I actually don't care for anymore either. I don't care to argue yeah. with people about stupid shit anymore either. So I'll just like whatever, like I'll just leave it as it as it is. Um but yeah, this year, I think we did a really good job. I don't think they're going to make nearly as much money um, as they did. And it's funny because they really pushed for it this year, too, in a sense to where they hired a bunch of celebrities to hop on and like discuss yeah. mental illness and stuff in this like four minute video. And I was just like, Clear, clearly you guys knew what happened and you guys are trying to kind of get ahead of it and. I'm glad that this year it didn't work as much. That's what so, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm noticing online. The only people really doing it are like um, are blue checks and so you know, like people who I think are kind of used to promote it. You know what I mean? Yeah, whether they work for the company or like are on the cost of working, it's still like a corporate kind of thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. like regular. A lot of regular ass people are just like I think we've also it's become such a discussion and narrative and stuff all throughout the year too for, for, for real people and stuff like that too. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't, but, I don't think that this day is, I, I mean, I, I still think it's somewhat necessary just in a different capacity from what Bell does, but I agree with what you said in that it's become more of a discussion across like every day. Like I, people talk about that more so than they've ever talked about it before now. So it, yeah. it is becoming more normalized than it was in the past for sure. Yeah, I, I would like, I mean, I would like to see um, a rebranding of it. Like, well, like we can easily just make this a mental health day and take out the consumerism with the bell aspect of it as well. Um, yeah. Too. As, it's really easy to do. And I think maybe that's, if I was it, maybe for next year, it's like leading up to it, people start like pushing that, being like, yo, let's keep this day, but not let bell um, benefit from it. Let's just put, uh, let's put your name in front of it. <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah, I've been repping this forever. And Make that, you the too. spokesperson. Yeah, uh, but I, you know what? I'm getting less and less credit each year because it's becoming so normalized. So now yeah, 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 I'm just yeah. Enough, But I'm like, you guys forgot. <laughs> Your thunder's fucking, gone, bro. Uh, yeah, I 
I walked so y'all could run. You know, I'm the MLK of this fucking mental health day. Okay, like I've been doing this since. I remember though, not not I'm not both like whatever, but I remember this was when I was like 20. So this was 10, 11 years ago. It was 2021 or whatever. And I went and I posted about on Facebook and stuff about um, my mental health and experiencing depression and stuff at first. And it like blew up and kind of went like everyone shared it and was like, oh, this football player, blah, blah, blah. And that, and that was like 10, 11 years ago. And even that, it's wild how much stuff has changed and that because even after that like people around me like oh like this guy's fucked like you know what i mean there's just so much that i can't believe that was 10 years ago and now like to make that poster even say that online wasn't like wasn't happening it didn't happen really at all uh, and now i think every single person at some point in a post or face social media in any capacity has, has referenced their mental health and that too so it's crazy not obviously saying I'm, I am ahead of times, but it, it has rapidly <laughs> like changed in that too. So it's interesting. Yeah, so it's definitely more of a of a conversation amongst regular folk these days. So that's a good thing. But yeah, quick uh, fuck you to Bell. So just wanted just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Let's wanna... also oh go ahead. The, go ahead. Mental health is just flat out. Okay. Do you, do you think, though, it's also just flat out worse, though? Like, people are just more people, or we're just talking about it more. I mean, that's too much to even get into. I think, I don't necessarily know if it's worse. I mean, pandemic wise, probably. I think that's definitely contributed to a lot of people. But because the discussion has been more normalized just across everyone, I think people now know the yeah. signs to recognize about it more so than they did before. So beforehand, if someone had an issue with, you know, whether it be depression or uh, any kind of other issue like anxiety or something along those lines, they would just kind of chalk it up to something else. They would say, oh, I'm, I'm just sad in this moment or I'm being too weak, I need to be stronger or there's no reason I should feel this way. So they're just kind of chalking up to other external factors. Whereas now, because everyone's discussing it, they know or they have the resources or they've learned from someone that, hey, this is completely normal to feel this way. Uh, this is something that happens to a lot of people. So I can understand it for myself. Like they're less, they're less likely to hide it. Like maybe not to other people and discuss it, but they're less likely to hide it from themselves, especially. Like they'll, they'll probably open up to themselves and be like, okay, I can recognize that this is how I'm feeling and this is a symptom of whatever. And yeah. I can I can be fine with that. So I think they just have more options to to recognize it now than they than they did beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I guess we can't really ever. Sometimes it feels like it's worse, but there's I guess there's no way for us to really know. That, like, yeah, we can I, experience. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's the thing. I don't know if it's worse. Like, that, yeah, I feel like other generations probably felt it, but they just they were just the ones to hide it more than we are right now. Cause even our generation, like we, this is something we grew up into. Like we were similar to the past generations where we wouldn't discuss it. I know me, I wouldn't yeah. tell anyone about anything. So it's not but something I, mean, that I, I would normally bring up, but. But like, I don't know, like we're also dealing with, I mean, there's obviously always been poverty and violence and stuff, but I think like, I don't know, just I for always the standards of living and, 
life being so expensive and that like I feel it takes an extra hit on um, our age demographics like mental health yeah I, I would say social media, social media yeah like, yeah I would say social media and a lot of things that's going on like like you said the economy right now and obviously with COVID going around too and how that's caused like lockdowns and like fear in a lot of people those things have definitely contributed to it and made it way more exasperated so I think those have definitely contributed and I guess I guess on a global scale probably it probably is increasing just because of the fact that the internet is global so now you can take on the like you can hear bad stories from everywhere and that's kind of infecting you and your mind um so I, I would say probably it probably is bigger than what it was in the past. I just also think that another factor in the past is that they didn't speak about it as much. Uh, but definitely the globalization of the Internet um, and the times that we're in right now and everything, those probably have a huge factor for why I would say that it probably is higher than what it was before and as well, too. Yeah. I can't like Fair definitively enough. say what, but I would say I would say that those things are probably huge contributors for sure. Yeah, true, true. On to the next one. But yeah, um, let's get into these NFL games because this weekend was probably one of the greatest weekends for football that I've ever seen in my life. I'm not really like the biggest football fan, but when it comes to the playoffs, I'm definitely there to watch them. And both, well, all four of these games, I didn't watch all four of them. I missed the Tennessee and Cincy one. But the other three games were definitely pretty entertaining. We had, what was it? Green Bay ended up losing, which was really surprising because they were playing at home, and I thought they would have dusted the hell out of Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. But the 49ers have a really good special teams unit, and that's really what made them win that game. Um, so that was, that was a little bit surprising on my end. The Bucks la game... I bet on Tom when they were down big because I'm like, oh, this guy's obviously going to get them back into the game. It's so obvious when Tom Brady is going to like make the push to like bring his team back into it. Um, and he, he definitely brought them yeah. back in a sense. But I do think the defense of the Bucks doesn't get enough credit because they were the ones who caused a lot of the turnovers from L.A. Uh, when they had that major lead. They were up, I think, 27 six at one point or something like that so they were the real cause i think of really getting them back into it but obviously tom brady's gonna take the shine in, the, in that instance but i'm so glad tom went home because i'm a huge anti-tom brady fan as much as he is <laughs> he's grown on me a lot though he, yeah I, I i actually like his off-field antics like after every game when they win i like how he does that recap um where he goes on tiktok or whatever where he just posts a video yeah. of himself and he'll put on like music to support it so, like, when he beat Philly, he'll put on Dreams and Nightmare from Meek Mill and shit like that. Like, I like that. Like, that's actually some funny shit that he does. But I still just don't like him for the sake that he was on the Pats, and the Pats were always winning, and it's just like, fuck the Pats. Um, and then yeah, they, had the two, they had the two cheating incidents as well, too. But he is the GOAT. Like, I would never deny that. Like, I can never say that he's not the greatest uh, quarterback of all time. So, just happy to see him lose, though, even though I bet a little bit of money on them to make the comeback. My soul is happier that they lost. And then the – I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on that game? I don't know if you wanted to say anything about that. Um, um, no, I mean, I, I didn't I, – I was just happy 
I mean, I didn't honestly, I don't watch football like as intensely as I used to. So I don't even like I have it on the background and like I'll pay attention to that, but I can't like I don't break it down the way I used to in that. Um, I had more of like the storylines in that now. And I, yeah, I was, I, I, I was happy that Green Bay lost um, for that too. I, 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 it's weird because I used to hate Tom Brady so much, but since he's been at Tampa Bay, I didn't really care if, if they had won or not. Um, so that was interesting. And then, fuck, what were the, the oh, the Buffalo Kansas City game was the entertaining Insane. one. That was, that was the, one yeah. of the best games I've ever seen in my life. That's the that's the future uh, of football right there. So yeah, that was that occupied basically my all my time, and that was that game did it for me. So yeah, did you watch? Did you watch that one intently? Yeah, I watched that one more. Um, definitely, like it was a. But I mean, that's a simple view too. Just the fucking shootout and two young quarterbacks going head to head and stuff too. So. Um, but it was entertaining as, as hell. Yeah, uh, 100%. Like, all the way through, it was, it was a really good game. I just do think that when it came down to that OT, they do need to change the rule in some kind of fashion. And I know they have made a change from, from the last time. I think before you could win off of, like, a field goal or some shit like that. But they do need to just – because I, I, I wanted to see Josh Allen at least get a chance or something. Like, I, I think they should if, – if a team scores on their first touch, and I think the other team should still get a chance to at least <laughs> – respond in some kind of fashion yeah it's wild to me that this complaint has existed forever and it's almost like unanimously agreed upon yet it doesn't change but funny enough is kansas two years ago voted to change the overtime rule uh to what you suggested and everyone else shot it down so i mean it's kind of their own fault as well but yeah it's weird that Every fan basically says that's what they want at the end at the end of the season, and it still never gets changed. I don't. It's weird. Yeah, because especially in a game like that, and I'm just watching as a as a casual fan, just like to enjoy the aspect of football. I want to see Josh Allen give a chance to come back, um, and like you know, possibly score a touchdown, maybe extend the game. The only thing, the only thing I think about it is that obviously you can't make you can't make a rule in which they're playing extra periods, like it's going too long. Because it's football yeah. and like they're gonna destroy their bodies, so I don't think you can do like an extended overtime type thing. But definitely, I think you could do it a rule where if the first team scores, the second team has an opportunity to score, and if they don't, yeah. like if they don't get a touchdown or whatever. But, but then if we and, if they do that, then okay, if one scores, another one scores, and then the next one scores and they win, then people will be like, well, the other team didn't get another chance too, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think at that point, though, I think at that point it's fair game. And then whoever scores next is is the team to win. Because then then you actually have to rely on your defense, and your defense actually has to come up and do something. Whereas in the first yeah. in the first, like in those first instances, like sure, you, your defense can do something. Um, but I would just say it's kind of more fair to give the other team at least one opportunity to respond back. But then after that, like, yeah, then you just have to rely on your defense. So Yeah, for sure. I mean I don't, that rule never really bothered me as much as other people do. It does for other people, but, uh, but I can see why it annoys some fans. And I, I know there's other options that, I mean, the college shootout one's pretty fucking fun, but I understand why they can't do that in the NFL too. Yeah, um, didn't one game go to like 70 points or some yeah, shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy. 
it's nuts and they line it up but like they play out but it does make it exciting as hell but i can understand pro athletes are possibly playing 21 games don't want to do that yeah so yeah. um I, I get it but yeah I, I mean just give the fans what they want it's crazy how many sports like just seem almost mismanaged or like there's so many small tweaks that could unanimously be people in favor of and then they just don't do it but then also fans are always fucking unhappy no matter what exactly there are some of the most fickle people on the planet you do one thing and a whole bunch of people are upset about it you change it back and then a new demographic of people are are upset about it so it's it's never really funny how every fan base thinks they have the worst refs and stuff like that or like the leagues against them and that and just like does any, like it's just funny how sports basically allows people to be completely irrational and unhinged <laughs> yeah. and people yeah. are like yeah this is normal stuff like, <laughs> they'll be like that, that like so many times the the takes won't even make sense like they're conspiracies and they're like the refs obviously fucking hate like whatever the most in the world and stuff it's like yeah like the refs certainly hate lebron james like what are you talking about <laughs> um and it's just it's full but it's full fly like you can just say the most irrational, like whatever, and they're like, "Oh, that's just Todd being a fan." So Todd's a fucking psycho. So <laughs> yeah, just f- funny how like football gives people the green light to like be complete crazy people. Todd will shoot up a game after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, some fans have Oakland fans will stab you. Oh man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think some of that there is some validity because I could see referees not being completely impartial. Like you could be a ref and probably hate a player because he talks you, to you too much, and then you end up building a vendetta uh, like over him and kind of like making certain calls. So I could I could see that being a possibility for sure. But yeah, I, I don't know on about on a grand scale. Other than like I don't know the Tim Donahue thing kind of always plays in the back of my mind too, though. So. And like sports is big money, so I could also for see. I mean, I could also see sure, influence being pushed there as there, well too. There's a difference between like though of like I hear I have legitimate this, the insider that this ref might be doing this versus every single oh yeah, yeah the yeah, same yeah, a different yeah, ref yeah. who comes in and like you know what I mean? They'd be like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that Lakers cha- championship one was tainted and stuff. I'm like okay, that makes sense. Like that's a possibility and stuff. But like. Like, oh, every time we play Charlotte, like, the ref bets on us. Like, it's what? Like, no one gives a fuck. What are you talking about? Like, it's that type of stuff. You know what I mean? It's the same way, like, real conspiracies exist. But the ones you're talking about are insane. Um, and that, too. So, it's, it's yeah. yeah. It's interesting. But, yeah, sports fans are fucking psychos. Like, people, the, the tribalism and stuff. Like, just, don't people ever stop and, like, look around? And, like, I'll be like that if I go to, like, a huge stadium. There's just, like, 30,000 of us, like, crammed in here just to, like, watch, like, just go absolutely nuts, slam beer, scream at people, get in fights, all because, like, some guys are tossing a basketball around down there and stuff. And, like, like we, we like, what do we do, want to do when, like, we become adults? Like, dedicate our whole, like, school life to covering, like, sports and stuff. Just wild that it's such a, like, staple of culture when it, what it is, what it is, you know? Yeah, that's part of the reason why I've given up on like the discussions online. Now I just read them and I'm like, all right, you can have your stupid take, man. I just know you're like a lot of people are just idiots and they can have their dumb takes. I don't, I don't want to waste my energy on that shit. It's just so draining and it's like not worth it. You don't get oh, anything sure. out of it rebuttaling because the person's not going to change their mind 
you're not going to change your mind. And it's just you spending an hour just venting at some idiot about something that's not going to go anywhere. So people, people, no, people have sure. their, their taste. I just read them. I just laugh. And keep moving now. It, it's funny though, that like the, uh, but I, some of them, I just can't like, some of them are just so <laughs> that, I, that I can't like, like I, someone, like someone should go over to that person's house and put them in a straight jacket yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like someone, like they just, uh, there's, and they're genuinely like serious and stuff too. They'll be like, what will they be like? Um, just like, just the, like whatever, like Kyrie Irving is the best basketball player ever type. Just like things that are like, obviously so demonstratingly wrong and yeah. people just like be this is here's this thing and you see a full-on argument the person's serious and like it's just nuts like it's so hard to step back away from that like you start to read and you're like huh this person this person actually thinks this they really think and then you're like they really think this you're like i need to fucking do something about this <laughs> yeah. i need to stop this guy like, we can't let him just keep getting away with this oh, on twitter and fucking saying that that Demarcus Cousins is fucking the goat and stuff. Like he must be stopped. So yeah. just yeah, I usually start with that rationale thing, but um, then they get under my skin so much. Yeah, I mean that that used to be me too. I, I definitely used to be one of those guys who I'll read it. I'm like, okay, I definitely got to say something about this shit because this is too far. But you know what I've done lately now is like I, I, I'm trying to train my brain to just be like, bro, it's not worth it. You're just gonna waste your time. You just know the person. I just go off. By calling them like, okay, that person's an idiot, clearly. They don't know what they're talking about. Just let it go. Just read it and let it go, man. There's yeah. no point in, in doing it. Like, and that's what I'm trying to train my brain to do because, like you said, a lot of times I would get riled up about some shit. And back in the day, I would like throw paragraphs or whatever. And now I'm just like, man, fuck that. Like, time's too fleeting for me to be wasting my time talking to some idiot in like Montana that I'm never going to know or see again. And like waste my time trying to tell him why his I- take is completely wrong. I've been my I've been trying to do that too. My tweet drafts are unhinged, man. Because all like, I write them out and then I close it in Canva. So I've been saving them though, just to see what kind of fucking mental space I'm in. And that's cathartic. You though, go that back, helps. Oh, for sure. And that's what I've been doing in like relationships and stuff now. Like I'll write what I like want to say at the time, and then just stop it and put in my drafts and that and. Usually you feel better about that too. And then you're like, you read it the next day and you're like, oh God, thank God I didn't fire that one out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely likes it. There's certain things you can't take back after you said them too. Yeah. But yeah, let's, let's wrap this up real quick. Um, this is the last, not really topic, but last thing. So I found this meme online about this group that does pen pals for female prisoners and uh, your boy today, Reed, actually, he reached out to me and was like, yo, you should you should write on this shit. So he sent me a link for uh, pen pals for female prisoners. And I think I'm going to probably try and join the group as well, too, and find a pen pal um, and start oh, talking. Man, right? We might do this. I might do this, too. I was just talking about how I need a new hobby. Because I feel like it would it, it, like not only does it help you connect with someone, but, like, you can get some shit off, too. Like, they're a prisoner, so they can listen yeah, to some yeah. of the shit that you want to say, too. So I feel like it, it's a good mental health exercise as well, on top of potentially finding a wife or something. You I, never know. I, I, okay, well, first of all, it's probably fucking that girl who does cocaine on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> right into her. She's the one who fucking... She just told me, she's like, 
She's like, oh yeah, like I've I've flipped like three cars drunk and never got in trouble for it. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, Wait, I just run what? away. Yeah, she's like, I just run away and leave the car drunk and then come back the next day. And they like they know I was drunk and there's nothing they can do and stuff. But it's like she's just casually telling me this on the guy right here. Wait, what's flipping a car? She just leaves it. Like driving drunk and crashes, yeah. Oh shit. So she's actually like hit something and then just leaves it. Leaves it and goes like she's like, and then I disappear for a day and then come back and they can't prove I'm drunk. I was like, okay, well that's something. That's fucked up. I was like, yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, and this is this is the type of people you're saying you're gonna want to marry, bro. That's what I'm. No, I mean, in our head, like, oh, we'll get this like hot co-ed who's a bit dangerous. He'll be writing us, but really, it's Big Bertha who's an absolute fucking maniac. Has six kids, has like three mental disorders and stuff, and you're becoming best friends with her via pen pal and she's coming to see you when she gets out yeah i was gonna let i'm I'm letting you get your jokes off but not every woman who's in jail is in for some serious ass crime what if they were just in for some petty shit there's also people not in there for petty shit as well yeah oh yeah that's true that's true it's a hit or miss we'll see i'll I'll see how the conversations go also let's for women too though like let's this is the one like you you have to be a pretty bad criminal for a, for a woman to um to get to end up in jail though you know what I mean like it's the one place where life's the courtroom is the one place where things are like easier on you. Um, oh yeah, yeah. okay. For, so, I, was you know what I, mean? like, I was trying to see where you're going with this. I was like, wait, where is he taking this? I'm like, okay, yeah, I see where you're going. With like no. they have to be pretty bad fuck ups <laughs> yeah, yeah, to like, yeah, consistently yeah, yeah. get it the, because the court's like, oh, she's a mother. The court's yeah, the we court's very lenient. Yeah. So she's in there for yeah, exactly. You know, she was stealing. These people aren't stealing baby baby formula for their for their for their child to save the day. Like you know what I mean? They're fucking they're ex Cardi B's. They're tie you up and fucking <laughs> cut you and steal your shit and stuff. So I'm just I'm just saying you're, you, you've got to look at the cons of this because I know I know where most guys men where most men's head are at. They're like, oh, I'll get the like. And also, like prisons, like the the most of them probably aren't good looking. Like pretty girls can get out of criminals. Like don't go to jail. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some. I've seen some mugshots lately, and some of them are pretty cute. And Ooh. and the photo that they have is the header. It, the, some of those girls are pretty cute. I'm not gonna lie. It's true. Then they can't even doctor their shit. Yeah, no exactly. They don't have There's any no options. Yeah, they can't catfish that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind, uh, officer, getting the right angle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man, this girl, this girl's getting a nose job today, and I messaged her last night to. <laughs> wish her luck <laughs> and that and she's, <laughs> i was like i hope you wake up like uh and she's like why why would you say that or or do that and stuff i was like why would you tell me you're getting a nose job like <laughs> so i was like best of luck for, to you she's like don't don't say that please she just messaged me now uh, so yeah but, but now the whole world knows because i just announced that uh you're getting a nose job today good luck um bethany <laughs> Yeah, that is such a great way to talk a woman out of getting one of those surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> completely non-invasive surgery. You're just like, yeah, I hope you wake up tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know, but that's what oh, like, people are like, what the fuck? 
I'm like, listen, you're, what I say is not going to change it. If you die, you die. Like, are, when you feel guilty if I actually died, like, no, I didn't. Do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. When you like lay there with guilt, I'm like, I would treat you like a baby. Like, I would be like, God, like God hates me. He's not smiting you to like, oh in favor man, of me. Like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good rationale, bad. man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, people like, when you feel terrible, I'm like, no, absolutely not. If that happened, like, I would be like, oh, I did this. Like, I don't even have power in my own life, let alone to fucking <laughs> talk to the gods and and yours. So, oh man, no issue there. I wouldn't feel bad at all. I'd be like, wow. Like, yeah, wow. Well, yeah, what else. <laughs> Pop, I hope you don't wake up. What are the What are the chances? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Every ex, I hope every ex girlfriend doesn't wake up. Oh shit! All right, let me go home now. Let's go. All right, uh, that'll do it for episode one sixteen of the Pod Culture Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms: iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.